で出てくることができないでいます。Hello and welcome to the Disability News Japan podcast, the podcast all about disability issues affecting Japan. And this is Michael Gillen Peckett recording this on November the 8th from Kobe, Japan. And,、uh, well, actually, for news, it's been a rather busy week for disability issues in Japan. But I'm only going to pick one, one for this week, which is going to be about Hokkaido, the Hokkaido earthquake a couple of months ago and how.、Uh, How visually impaired people are struggling, basically, not having assistance two months later. The earthquake was the day after Typhoon Jebu, so have, Typhoon Jebu was on September the 4th, I think it was, was September the 5th, was when the actual earthquake happened. But there w a s other things going on, which I might keep till next week, I might talk about these next week, but there's a, I didn't do them this time around because they were to do with employment. One of them, for example, was a. And I, I talked about employment a lot last week with the padded jobs. There was one interesting one, though, which is about 32 prefectures, apparently, says the Mainichi, don't have、uh, the best situation for wheelchair users, or what they said inappropriate working conditions. Particularly, apparently, 32 prefectures don't allow carers or personal assistants to be. In the room where, the, where people are working, and the same 32 often make people go to work under, under their own steam and out of their own pockets, so they don't give them any sort of travel allowance. And apparently, they're kind of meant to, else, they're breaching what's called undue and unjust discrimination clauses in the, in the relevant act regarding employment of disabled people. As I said, I'll probably come back to that this either Monday or Friday. Oh, it's interesting. There's also been a case of so called power harassment of a disabled person. Again, that might be touched upon next week. But for this week, I just thought I'd do this story about Hokkaido,、uh, the Hokkaido earthquake and, and the lack of assistance for visually impaired people since it. And、uh, the link to the article will be below. One of the reasons I wanted to focus on this, actually, is because. It's from GG Press, which is kind of a bit like Reuters or Associated Press of Japan. And it's not being translated. I'm sure it will be sometime. And when it, if, if and when it is, I'll, I'll change the,、uh, the link details to the article. So what, what you hear is translated by me and not always necessarily applicable. What, what you read, I'm sure, is, I'm sure is、uh, correct. But I had to. Had to edit the original article a bit because I, I wasn't comfortable with bits I've translated. Sent a sentence here and a sentence there. The problem really is quotes. I always, I always am a bit uncomfortable about quotes because it's very easy to edit out or, or correct someone who might be speaking in a, in a, a dialect, an accent, or a, use a colloquialism which you correct, which perhaps you shouldn't have. They, they, may have, they may have actually spoken with a rather ungrammatical, ingrammatical way. So I don't, like, I don't like to alter those. I just edit it out a bit. But the, link, the link's below, and it's what's there, I assure you, is accurate. But, but if I change it because GG Press finally translated, then what, what you're about to hear might be slightly different from what's written in the link. Anyway, so here, here it is. 
again, I'll be a short editorial comment after this, after this, but it's there's not much else to say really. So here we go. From GD Press, November the sixth, two thousand eighteen. Two months after an earthquake in Hokkaido, many visually impaired people continue to suffer. Even those who have not had their homes destroyed cannot clean up the interior where household goods have scattered and so on, and assistance from those nearby is indispensable for rebuilding their lives. However, in recent years, the number of people who do not join support groups and others who live with a disability hidden from their neighbours is increasing, and isolation at the time of a disaster is also a problem. The Japan Association of the Blind and the Japan Blind Welfare Committee have launched a support countermeasures headquarters after the occurrence of a catastrophe and collaborated with the Braille Libraries and the Blind School to make sure of safety of the visually impaired and, and to grasp and understand the damage. However, it is not easy to confirm the safety of people with disabilities. Each municipal government has compiled evacuation action requiring support list, including people, persons with disabilities. But according to the provisions of the Basic Act on das Disaster Countermeasures, only the Neighbourhood Association and others can provide it. A group of persons with disabilities cannot be obtained and cannot grasp the contact information. Director Takafumi Wada of the Hokkaido Guide Dog Association says... It is difficult to gather information only by organisations with visual impairments and it's necessary to cooperate with neighbourhood associations with, with welfare, well, social welfare councils that have a, a, a roster. Around 4,400 people, as of March 2018, have a visual impairment in Sapporo City, which observed the maximum si seismic intensity of six or less and suffered damage such as furniture collapse in many households. Approximately 10% of the members of Sapporo City Welfare Association for the Visually Impaired joined forces to confirm the safety of, of the members after the earthquake occurred, but the safety of members other than those adjoined have not been grasped yet. Hizami Kondo, president, said, I cannot clean up myself and I am worried about it. Aki Takahashi of Sapporo City, Shiroshi Wards, who has weak eyesight, lives with a blind husband on the eighth floor of an apartment tower, realised the importance of assistance after the earthquake. The apartments fell, the dishes were broken and so on. She said, my house was not a place where I could live, but the managers rushed to clear the apartment up saying, everyone is in trouble. I helped with the cleaning of my house, she said. Mikiko Kuzu, president of Misako Kuzi, age 53, the Blind and Sighted People Association of Sapporo City, said, if one can not see it, one person cannot go to the shelter. On such days, it's important to have positive and active relationships. So, that's that, man, isn't it? As I said, not much of editorial comment to make. It's obviously a bad situation for the visually impaired. But as I said, there's not much I could say to, to criticise or to critique or to put into context, except to say that I am also registered disabled. And living in Japan, obviously in fear of earthquakes and typhoons, I may have to face this one day. So the way it's meant to work is that if you're registered disabled, and there's, there's going to be an earthquake or a typhoon, any situation that might require you to evacuate, what's meant to happen is that uh, the local councils keep a list, essentially, of, uh, of people who are disabled and people who might need help evacuating. 
there's two often two problems with this. Firstly, not everyone who actually is disabled or elderly is registered as such. And the second problem is that even when they are, either physical access to their house, because if you're in a rural area, it's very difficult to get anywhere when it starts raining during a typhoon or quaking during an earthquake. Landslides and imbo situations can, can impede access. And if you finally access the disabled person's house, I am outside, it's just a motorcycle going past. If you, if you finally access the per disabled person's house, you might find that they just can't get to the door and you'll assume they've already been evacuated. So it can, access can be a problem. Also, I, I wrote an article about this in 2016 after the Komoto earthquake. If you go to an evacuation centre, you might find that some of those centres aren't very accessible. They Either wheelchairs can't get through the door or there isn't enough something like medication at that evacuation centre and the bathrooms might not be accessible, particularly the toilet is a particular problem obviously, but also the bathing, the actual showers or baths, they'll tend to be baths and it can be difficult for a wheelchair user to get into them. Well, as I understand it, the Japanese government is trying to do something about that. So yeah, it's not a fun situation for disabled people. Not a fun situation for any, anyone. There is one thing though that disabled people could in Japan could do in order to, to help, and that's that, again, it goes along with a culture of shame and not wanting to be in the way in Japan and that sort of thing, but a lot of people who don't have themselves registered as disabled because they don't want to be seen as some kind of benefit scrounger or something like that, or, you know, a bother. So, so they just don't and that just leads, lands them in a situation where no one knows to go looking for them anyway bit of a downer to end, end the podcast on but that's the story thanks for listening